Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to the Camping Show. I'm C.W. Getz. Hey, and I'm Bianca Cahill. Good evening. It is Wednesday, August 10th, 2022, and we have got here, and I am in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, coming to you this evening. from. That's yes, not your you, typical background, C.W., not the studio. It, it's not, but you know, <laughs> if I had my choice, it would be the beach for the background, but uh, <laughs> yes. I couldn't quite arrange that, yeah. Uh, 73 degrees here right now, but I'll tell you what, we just finished, and I'm going to say 15 minutes ago. Uh, one hell of a lightning storm here. So uh, it was it was pretty intense. Buckets, buckets of Crazy. rain. Crazy. So yeah. are you, is there much humidity? No. Actually, or how's it feeling? It's, it's beautiful down here. In fact, okay. it's, I'll tell you what, um, it was described, this uh, climate right down here was described as Goldilocks weather because it's not too hot and not too cold all year round. <laughs> and I can- Right I can, in the middle. <laughs> although yesterday it was a hundred degrees and I said, that doesn't sound very Goldilocks to me. No, that's, no, uh, that's like from a hundred degrees to 73. That's, but that's yeah. like here in Illinois. We're about 80, 80 something, low eighties today. But I mean, like not barely a cloud in the sky. It's great. Still beautiful. Yeah, still okay, beautiful. Absolutely. Well, tonight's episode of The Camping Show is brought to you by Campground Views, making camping easier. And Rutabaga Paddle Sports, providing time on the water. Tonight's uh, episode is the amazing Emily Jackson of Jackson Kayak with our special guest, Emily Jackson. Yep. Yeah, I had some program going on the weird back here that keeps popping on, so I apologize for that. Uh, let me try that we again. Wait How's a second. Is it, did I hear a bark? Is that yours? Yeah, no, it's not mine. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the family dog, and uh, he's enjoying the show as well, I can tell. Nice. Uh, nice. We have fans yes. tonight. Yes. 
Uh, tonight's episode is the amazing Emily Jackson of Jackson Kayak with our special guest, Emily Jackson. Could you tell us a little bit about Emily? Absolutely. 32-year-old Emily Jackson grew up in the type of family that most would consider a rock star family. Her father, Eric Jackson, founded Jackson Kayak in 2004, competed in the 1992 Olympic Games, and is a four-time freestyle kayaking world champion 1993, 2001, 2005, and 2007. Her brother, Dane, is a nine-time freestyle kayak world champion and currently holds that title. Emily herself is a three-time freestyle kayak world champ whose list accomplishments is nothing short of amazing. Emily was, and we'll go down this long list, a U.S. Slalom team member. In 2009, she ranked number one in the women's U.S. Slalom. In 2007, she was the junior freestyle kayak world champ. In 2011, she was the freestyle kayak silver medalist. In 2012, she was the Freestyle Kayak World Cup champ. In 2006 to 2013, Emily placed in the top three in all freestyle events. And then in 2014, she placed fourth in the sick line race. In 2015 and 2009, she was again the World Freestyle Kayak champ. She was a 13-time Teva GoPro Mountain Game winner, a four-time Payette River champion, River Games champion, one of which she won just two weeks prior to giving birth to her son, Tucker. Oh my gosh, if she couldn't sound more amazing than that. And was competing once again two weeks thereafter. Additionally, since 2004, Emily and her husband have been working with a nonprofit organization in Uganda called Soft Power Health in an effort to help fight malaria there. So far, have raised over $60,000. Emily, a mother of two, ultramarathon runner and cyclist, spends a great deal of her time on the road in a van down by the river, as she puts it, as well as other water as professional whitewater kayaker. What's more, Emily also serves as the brand manager for Jackson Kayak. A big welcome to you, Emily. Thanks so much for being on with us. Welcome that to the show, Emily. Well, yeah, that was, I was like, "Can you say that five times fast?" No. I, I, I was not, I was not ready for that long. I was like, "Here we go, let's do I this." I really and, like this salam instead of slalom. I might have to start using it. You started. I like that. Friend in our school. <laughs> it sounds more worldly. So, <laughs> fantastic. Thanks for having me. Well, glad you're here. Glad to have you with us. Yeah. Glad to have you with us. Emily, you're known for manufacturing top-of-the-line boats in the kayak industry, along with a number of things. Can you give us a brief history of how the company got started? Let's start there. All right. Tell me if I'm not being brief. But uh, <laughs> in 2004, uh, my family, my brother, and my parents, uh, we lived in an RV full-time to pursue my father's uh, whitewater kayaking. And at the time, my brother was very small. He's only 44 pounds. And we were told that there was no industry or no market or possibility for kids kayaking to become a thing. And my father found this really demoralizing. He has these two kids that really want to get into this sport, but no equipment to make that possible. Uh, so he decided he pitched it to the companies that he was brand manager for, a Wave Sport back in the day. And they said, no, it's never going to work. And so then within a year, one year later, the very first kayak that he made was the smallest kid's kayak that even still to this day is being made to fit kids that are 80 pounds and under. So it started wow. a whole, you know, um, movement. Whole trend, yeah. yeah, like I was out on the river a couple hours ago today. 
Uh, and I saw about 25 of those kayaks with really small children in them. So it's really changed the face of our sport. So that's how it started. And that's why it started, um, because we knew that getting youth into the outdoors and out in the water was really important. And it was really important to my dad. So it was really cool to see him make that happen. Um, But he's also always lived by a saying that's live life without compromise. And he means that by the things that are most important to him. And kayaking was so important. So with our kayaks as well, and the start of Jackson Kayak, a big part of it was just don't compromise. And so he, by owning his own company, could decide what was happening, what was being put into our kayaks. So it quickly took off because people noticed that we weren't compromising on the production of our kayaks as well and manufacturing. Yeah, that's very cool. That's that's mm-hmm. outstanding. Well, so, it, and I was just going to ask you, what major developments have been made since the first kayaks that uh, Jackson Kayak produced? And I know you just mentioned one of them. I'm sure there are others, right? Oh, there's a ton. I mean, we're constantly working on R&D and moving forward. We're looking at greener options, you know, because we're a plastics manufacturing business. As far as just developments, uh, the designs can continue to change and evolve. So what people want to do with their kayak change because the sport continues to grow really fast. You know, like half pipe skiing or snowboarding, there's new tricks and new developments and people are doing different things just because their equipment allows them to do it or it makes it easier for them. So for us, we're always looking at how can we make more waterways accessible to people Um, And also, how can we make it so people feel safe and comfortable, you know, pushing and doing harder things? Yeah. You know, going back to the first question about how this all got started with the kayaks, it's, you know, we're here now in 2022 and you see, you know, on TikTok, on all these videos on social media of these young kids, like six, seven years old, like going down half pipes on skateboards and surfboards and whatnot. And you, it's just amazing what door it's opened and, you know, making these things accessible, making, you know, these equipment, um, just accessible to the youth. It's just opened up the doors and, you know, the youth itself, they've broken boundaries and they've proved that they can do things even better than adults can. So I, I just wanted to say that I just, I think it's so cool that your father started those, those little kayaks for youth under 80 pounds. It's just, it's awesome because then you see what it's done here in 2022 and, and how these kids are just phenomenal now. And, you know, it's, it's cool. If you you look through all the world champions that there are right now, there's a high percentage of them that actually started in the kayaks that my dad designed, the very first one, the fun one. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it's because they have such an advantage. You know, they get to yeah. learn being on the river and learn the waterways. And you can't really do that if you're not in the right equipment. So it's opened up a lot of doors and created a lot of champions for sure. So and, and this is this is an off the script question, but, okay. you know, your dad was a professional kayaker. How did he start, you know, back then when he was a kid? How did he make it happen for himself? Uh, so basically, my uh, my dad, my grandfather was an outdoorsman and they would go canoeing. Uh, but my dad always wanted to do what he thought was like the coolest version of something. <laughs> so if he went anywhere and saw someone doing it more extreme or differently, he had to try it. And so sure enough, he was out in the canoe club uh, canoeing and he saw a guy in a kayak and he was like, what is that guy doing? <laughs> and him and my grandfather actually went home and built a fiberglass kayak. And wow. that's how they learned. And they made their very first boat and they're you know, continuing to make boats today. So it's just, it's a really cool. 
Amazing. That's very interesting. Wow. That is cool. So tell me about the development process work at Jackson Kayak. It's always ever changing, but uh, in general, you know, we have a large team. So, you know, in Whitewater, uh, which is where we're going down a lot of the rapids and rivers, we have, you know, 100 plus athletes that are giving us feedback. Um, they're trusted advisors, you know, that let us know what the people are doing in their region and what people are looking for. And then we have our dealers that provide us that information as well. We also have it with fishing. We make fishing and recreational kayaks as well. Um, and so the teams and those advisors really provide a lot of information on, you know, what people are doing, what people are looking for with their kayaks. And then we usually compile a list and we review it and think about, you know, what changes do we want to see happen? And then every kayak we make, I always say it's a prototype, you know, because we're going to redesign it at some point because it's ever changing. And so that's kind of how the ball gets rolling. And then from there, we have a big team in R&D and we're talking about changes 24 seven, I was in two R&D calls today, you know, it's a nonstop conversation, because our sport like a river is just nonstop, you know, yeah. so it's, it's ever changing. Yeah, you're always seeing people doing weird, odd tricks, you know, gymnasts to cheerleading, just all these different things. I wanted to ask you before we break for commercial, what are some changes that you're seeing now with the kayaking and the with the kayak boats and also just the sport in general that you're you're kind of like you're very impressed with, you're you're interested to see more of what are, what kind of changes are you seeing? Uh, I'm seeing a lot of changes, but one thing that's really neat, instead of just going from point A to point B on a river run, people are finding different ways to use every feature, whether it's rocks, waves, holes, when they're running downstream. It used to be about putting on the river and getting to the takeout. Now it seems like people are looking for how can I make this section of river as much fun as possible? So the boats need to be able to help them do that. So it's yes. very interesting to watch. Wow, very cool. So there, it's kind of like water stunt, kayak stunts. Yeah, entirely. Exactly. <laughs> that is that is amazing. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that, you know, just crazy, crazy people jumping off rocks and stuff. So it's like, it's like a, almost like its own reason, yeah. in a way. Yeah. Yes, it is. A hundred percent. That's a perfect way. Parkour. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what it is. All right. More on Emily Jackson and Jackson Kayak up next. We're going to take a break. Don't go away. We'll be right back with the camping show on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV after this. Stay tuned. It is time to go camping. Introducing Campground View's virtual tours. You can tour the campground, see the sites, see if they are available, and click to book your perfect spot. Hit the open road and explore the amazing places found in nature. We make it easy to discover, find, and book your site so that you can go have the fun and freedom you seek. Campground View's virtual tours make it easy and simple for you to see where you are going. A few years ago, someone asked Rutabaga's owner, Darren Bush, Hey, how long have you guys been selling boats? Darren replied, We don't sell boats. We sell time on the water. Of course, that comes in all types. We help people paddle more safely with Rutabaga outdoor programs. We rent canoes, kayaks, and stand-up paddleboards. We sell and install racks to get you from home to adventure. 
Rutabaga's got everything you need to get you out on the water like paddles, life jackets, dry bags, and clothing. Rutabaga Paddle Sports, on the web at rutabaga.com. Mention you saw this ad on The Camping Show. And we're back to the camping show on Dumb I, I just lost sound. I'm like, okay, we're back in the show. I'm having some technical difficulty here, and I'm not sure. It's <laughs> like, was that was I supposed to take that? <laughs> no, you know what? Thank you for covering me there, Bianca. You're good. Um, and Thank my you. next question, oh my god, you know, I love this remote stuff, but I'll tell you what, there are some. It's uh, great. I'll tell you, there are. Some I I love it. <laughs> bugs in the machine. All right, well, Emily, Emily let me ask I'm you this. Dog upstairs. Yeah, let me ask you this. Um, your brother Dane um, is, is still uh, current world champion freestyle kayaking. What is his role at Jackson Kayak exactly? Dane has a lot of roles at Jackson Kayak. <laughs> you know, we were both born into the company, so we've worn a lot of hats over the years. But recently, you know, he's a Red Bull athlete for freestyle kayaking. There isn't a lot of Red Bull athletes for kayak in general so he gets us a lot of exposure and in front of a lot of people that otherwise night might not see the parkour that we do mm-hmm. um which is really cool so he's really in charge of you know content creation um but in general he's also the one that pushes the limits in the sport almost the most so a lot of people tend to follow the trends that dane set so he's a bit of a trendsetter i hate yeah. to say that out loud because i'm the oldest <laughs> um but he yeah, so he's really a big part of the R&D development because he knows what the kayaks are going to need to do in order for him to be happy. Um, but also he understands that in kayaking, we want everyone to have a great time and feel really good in their kayaks. So he's a very big um, voice when it comes to our R&D, R&D development program. Uh, but otherwise, content creation, making videos, you know, just putting himself out there. And honestly, in our job descriptions at Jackson Kayak, it has, we need you out on the water. Like if you don't have that connection and you're not out on the water, it's going to be really hard for you to understand why we do what we do and how to do it properly. So he paddles more than anyone else I know. And that's probably the biggest benefit to having him work for us. It's just having him out there every single day. And, and having him be the... the uh talented person that he is i mean you got the best of the best in your uh a test facility so to speak and you know the, the world the outdoors yeah, yeah right. he's rolling with the times you know he's still you know setting trends mm-hmm. and that's what you need to you know stay keep afloat for lack of better words right pun intended. <laughs> no, pun intended. no pun intended <laughs> i'm so cheesy you know yeah. but um it's, you know, definitely great. You know, he's probably a major asset, like you said, to be a part of a company, you know, that, he, like you said, making trends and things like that. It's it's pretty cool. hundred percent. But another part of that, too, for him, you know, he understands our core values. And so, you know, making a business model work around a really small niche is very hard. You know, everyone wants cheaper kayaks because kayakers are particularly whitewater kayakers can be very cheap. You know, we live in a van down by the river (laughs) more expensive than it used to be. But, um, but with that for him, you know, and for all of us, uh, understanding the core values about our, why, you know, why do we go kayaking and, you know, what is it about kayaking is just, there's, isn't anyone in this world that I think understands 
what that means for he paddles with so many different people and he asks them and he's like, why do you, Oh, this is so awesome. You know, why do you love it? And so he has a good understanding of his community, uh, which is, I think to me, you know, more than even trend setting, it's just understanding our core values. You, know, you can't ever, uh, you know, put a price tag on that. That's great. Definitely. And, and he has those core values because that was instilled with you guys when you were growing up. And if you can tell me more about how you and Dane grew up and what that was like, your childhood and and your your parents instilling these values in you at such a young age. Okay. Yeah. We we grew up in a van down by the river. <laughs> um so in 1998, uh, my dad was training for slalom full-time. That's the Olympic discipline of whitewater kayaking where you go through the gates and it's the set amount of you have to, you know, the best time wins. Uh, in that time, he was training. We lived in Washington, D.C., which we really couldn't afford to live there. Um, and my dad was gone a lot. We didn't see him. And so my parents were either basically going to split or somehow we were all going to start traveling together but we didn't have any money at the time. So within a week, my parents decided to open up the doors to our house and put an ad in the paper. And we didn't empty a single drawer. We sold everything, like every oh, wow. fork, every spoon. And with that money, we bought our very first RV. Wow. And we learned as a family just how material things um, mm aren't as important as that time together. So we literally left Washington, D.C., where we had the cheapest car in the neighborhood and the worst apartment. And um, all of a sudden, we were living way more wealthy than we ever could have imagined just because our family was together all the time. And there was no doors to close. And we didn't always know where we were going next week or if we could even afford to get there. My dad taught kayaking at the rivers he got to and used that as gas money just to get to the next place. So wow. we had a very interesting childhood that was very driven by passion. Um, and so my parents really did, you know, instill upon us that being passionate about what you're doing is key um, to living a fulfilled life. And so we try really hard in everything that we do to ask ourselves, like, is this working towards a bigger goal? Or is this, you know, for me? Or am I doing this for someone else? So with that, I've had the opportunity to give TED Talks on it and so forth about just not compromising on your life. So my parents instilled some really good values, but they also really led by example. And uh, they were very brave to just open the doors, hop in an RV, and away we went. Yeah. And, and you guys being kids that must have been, you know, I, I mean, ex maybe exciting, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit stressful, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, you know, the house I grew up in. How old were you and Dane when, when your parents decided, okay, we're, we're putting the house up and we're buying this RV? Well, to be fair, it wasn't like the house we grew up in. We were homeless a bunch as a kid. My dad used okay. to go to Pizza Hut and uh, get the leftover pizza that people returned or didn't pick up. Uh, so for us, we didn't really have a lot of attachment because we were constantly moving for his kayaking as well, you know, so we would go to apartment or training area to training area, um, never really settling any roots that the most rooted we ever felt was in the RV. Uh, but at the same time, it was almost immediate how quick my parents, um, just became so much more connected and happy. So I don't think for us, uh, that moment, it wasn't that stressful. It was like the best thing ever. And when I returned to DC to see some friends, the stories that I got to tell them 
-hmm. as a kid immediately um any form of stress that it could have brought on was gone just because I had so much to tell them. I mean, by the time I was nine, I had been to Africa. And by the time I was 10, I'd been all over the world. So it was just, um, it was really, yeah, it was really cool. And so I think, uh, you know, for some people that might sound terrifying, but sometimes you just have to approach things a little differently and see how it plays out. And we got to do it together as a family. And that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. These worldly experiences as a family is just something very unique and, and not many, you know, adults now could say that they had that in their childhood. So that's definitely, and I'm sure that's, you know, that's a major asset to your, your family business's success is having that tight knit connection with each other and, and going through, you know, all these experiences that you guys did. 100%. No, for sure. I, uh, I often think that uh, the travel and getting to to travel around and see it's just, and for kayaking, now I travel to go do something that I absolutely love. And when I go kayaking, you know, it's meditative for me. It's like, you know, my cup gets totally filled up. So to be able to travel and do that is really cool. But also just, I think a lot of people are so stuck in the what ifs that we all get frozen. And so for me, um, just seeing my parents leap now, I cannot do that near as well as they can. They're way braver than I ever was. But um, but at the same time, they just showed me that often, you know, when we think things aren't going to go well, if we're stressed about them being bad, uh, that you just have to try things sometimes. And that that bad can't be that bad. So they're like, oh, well, bad things can happen, but it's totally fine. We're going to figure it out because we're together. And yes. so I think I really have a deep appreciation for togetherness because it makes you feel like you have a team that has your back, you know, the whole time. And so that's what I strive to do with my family too. You know, I know all the, your, I mean, all this, this whole situation brought your family that the way you, you know, that you, you guys started out when you were uh, younger, when you guys were kids, um, really brought you closer. But I have to ask you something. Was there <laughs> any silver or uh, any uh, sibling rivalry between uh, you and Dane? Oh, sure. 100%. <laughs> uh, well, a couple things. One, uh, Dane is just na so naturally talented. I always had to work 10 times harder than him for anything. They're like a pen <laughs> that he got. So I learned to have really hard, you know, work ethic because of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate it. But at the same time, I always remember because he was born premature. So he only weighed like 50 pounds when he was 11. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And so wow. he was this little guy and I was yeah. this strong, bigger, older sister. And so for us, you know, I was very protective over him. So it's not your standard rivalry. But at the same time, there was definitely uh, times where we were itching for more attention, you know, particularly from my dad, too. We were always mm -hmm. looking for praise from him because he was this. Everyone used to come up and just be in awe of my father. So to get his praise meant a lot to my brother and I. So we definitely competed for it. But at the same time, um, I think it made both of us, you know, who we are today. We're both world champion athletes. And so yeah. I think having that standard, you know, really pushed us to be who we are. 
But I mean, we definitely, you know, would try to outshine each other on the water. Dane usually won that one. So it's a little <laughs> bit of, <laughs> but it's all good. Now, did he ever get, did he ever get any beatings from his sister? You know, it's like, why are you little Iota? You know, anything like was that? Little. I had to pretend <laughs> I was like, I was his other mother most of the time. So. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only put him in his place when he had to be. Come on now. <laughs> so I think I did. I love it. Emily, what would you say is something that most people would be totally unaware of about you? Oh, wow. Um, man, you went deep on that one. I, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we took this a sharp like the TV. there. This is like the TV um, show. This is your life, you know? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, right? I know. I was not expecting. Uh, what is something that people would not be? Um, I think that I have the same struggles as everyone else. You know, I tend to wear my heart on my sleeve a lot. And I think a lot of people don't realize they see the things I do and they're like, wow, you know, she runs ultra marathons. And yes, I struggle every single step of the way. And it sucks most of the time, but I still do it. <laughs> um, and they see me as a world champion kayaker and a mother. And, and often when they see me do these things, they assume that I have it all put together, that I know what I'm doing or that... I must be so confident in what I'm doing. And the truth sure. is that I'm not, you know, I'm learning every single time I make mistakes, but I think uh, that's something that a lot of people aren't aware of. It's just that I have no clue what I'm doing most of the time, but I'm along for the ride. And I'm doing the best I can. And that's all I can ask myself. So I think, I think a lot of people, you know, when you're, when you're world champion and multi-time world champion, you're a rock star and, and everyone looks at it rock stars a little differently than they look yeah. at everyone else. Would you agree? But in, in, but and then also on the bit. other side of things, it's like, it, there's so much that, that goes into, you know, building a world champ and they don't have the same upbringings as your average Joe does, you know, and, you know, Emily just proved it, you know, you, they, they had an incredible childhood that not many people had had. So it, I mean, that that that's what molds a world champ, you know. So I, I just wanted to say yeah, that I, I feel this is awesome, Emily. I had another question before we break for commercial. You're you're a world champ on so many different levels, um, and you did a, a lot of this through um, motherhood. Where do you find your motivation, and and what what keeps you motivated to do that also while raising a family? That's a tricky one. Um, motivation <laughs> is a tricky word. Uh, yes. I set goals for myself. I'm very disciplined uh, mm -hmm. in the sense that, you know, for example, my New Year's resolution this year was to make sure that I ran a thousand miles and then I paddled at least 185 days. Um, and then, you know, I have little goals for the kids as well. And so by knowing that I have to hit certain numbers, you know, finish my kids first and fourth grade and different things. Uh, it leaves me kind of with a daily task list. So I know, you know, Today, you know, my priorities are homeschool my children, go out on the river and go for a run. And so when yeah. I wake up, I know that I want to do those things and I prioritize them. So I make sure I go, you know, this morning I was at CrossFit at 530 in the morning. I had to get up at 445. And and so instead of uh, I think the motivation comes from seeing the growth and progress by being disciplined. So when I discipline myself to try to do these things, it allows me to feel good and see the progress uh, along the way. If I didn't make it a habit, then it becomes very hard. So if I don't do something for a month, it takes me a little bit to get back into it. Sure. But I know what the rewards are. So it's yes. hard not to. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I'm I'm no athlete 
absolutely nothing on your level, but I am a weightlifter and I've been for consistently for about three years now. So I, I know about, you know, motivation and what that feels like. And sometimes, you know, you're not motivated at all. You wake up and you're like, I don't feel like doing anything today. I, I wake <laughs> up, I, I have to be in my studio at 5 a.m. So I'm, I'm waking up at 4.32. And sometimes the first thing I'm thinking about is, I'm, I'm, I'm lifting today. And like, why am I thinking about that right now? It's like step by step, go to work, do the things. And, you know, by the time you're, you're in the gym, you know, wherever it may be, it's like, all right, it's time, you know, that whether it's in the water and things like that, but you know, once it's all over, you know, and once you're done with CrossFit, it's like, it's, it's a feeling that that is incomparable with anything else. You just feel accomplished and it, it just, you have that good vibe throughout the day and, and it's great. 100%. So we're going to take a break. We've got more photos Emily Jackson has to share with us. Don't go away. We'll be back with more of the camping show on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Stick around. It is time to go camping. Introducing Campground View's virtual tours. You can tour the campground, see the sites, see if they are available, and click to book your perfect spot. Hit the open road and explore the amazing places found in nature. We make it easy to discover, find, and book your site so that you can go have the fun and freedom you seek. Campground View's virtual tours make it easy and simple for you to see where you are going. A few years ago, someone asked Rutabaga's owner, Darren Bush, Hey, how long have you guys been selling boats? Darren replied, well, We don't sell boats. We sell time on the water. Of course, that comes in all types. We help people paddle more safely with Rutabaga outdoor programs. We rent canoes, kayaks, and stand-up paddleboards. We sell and install racks to get you from home to adventure. Rutabaga's got everything you need to get you out on the water, like paddles, life jackets, dry bags, and clothing. Rutabaga Paddle Sports, on the web at rutabaga.com. Mention you saw this ad on The Camping Show. And we're back with our guest, Emily Jackson, here on The Camping Show. Juan, we've got some photos that uh, Emily sent us. Could we have you put those up, and we'll have Emily uh, tell us a little bit about each of those. Okay. Am I? There we, there go. we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's dedication right there. That was a very cold day yeah. for Texas. I'm so excited to go kayaking. Man. Yeah, that's my dad in the center, and that's my brother Dane on the left, and that's me with the pink boat on the right. And we are getting back from kayaking at our home spot in Rock Island, Tennessee. Now, if you were, this all brings up something interesting. How, I mean, do you, do you kayak in the snow as well? I'm sure. I mean, obviously it was snowing there and you did, but how much of that do you actually do? Well, we, there's a reason that we have a house in Tennessee because that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> it does happen. Uh, yeah, we still go kayaking. You know, I've kayaked in 20-degree weather. I've had my gear freeze on me. I've um, yeah. been out in some cold weather before. So we're pretty dedicated. Not everyone likes to do that. They usually switch to snow sports. But Are you, 
Yeah. Are you wearing Crocs there? Is that, is that a set of Crocs that I'm looking I at? I am because I'm actually wearing a dry <laughs> suit. I know it's oh. embarrassing. I'm wearing a dry suit. That's a one yeah. piece uh, waterproof equipment and my yeah. boobies, which is what we usually wear. I know it's not uh -huh. much of a better name, but, and I was also on a Crocs team for a while. I was an ambassador oh. for Crocs and water wow. sports. So. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, this one. This is actually where I am right now. I just got off the wave that I won the 2015 uh, Kayak Freestyle World Championships on uh, the Ottawa River in Canada uh, on the exact same wave that I was paddling two hours ago. Um, and this one is really special because it was the first time I had won a world championships uh, and the first time that I had known of any female winning a world championships with having a kid. So wow. <laughs> it was really special. Tucker was two and he was running around. Um, and yeah, and my, uh, yeah, my whole family was there performing really well. And it was just, it was a really special experience, very challenging event. Um, but it paid off very happy there. Very cool. Oh, this is a good one. This is a Corey Rich photo shoot back in the day with my dad and my little brother, Dane. The boats that they're using are actually before Jackson Kayak started. Um, oh, so wow. this little plastic orange boat that my brother is on the lower rock, um, that was my dad's first prototype to try making a kid's kayak. And that's when Dane really wow. took off because uh, it was the first little kayak he ever got to use. So it's pretty, it's pretty special. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm smiling. Look at that. That was me. <laughs> this is actually really funny because I've gone through all this is at the world championships that just happened last month in Nottingham, England. Wow. And if you go through all the, the videos and the photos of the other athletes, you know, they all have this like serious game face and they're like ready to <laughs> eat you and they're kind of intimidating <laughs> in the water with them. And then I got the folders of photos of me and I have the biggest, you know, crap eating grin on my face <laughs> the whole entire time. You know, I was having so much fun and it really paid off. I actually placed fourth at the world championships uh, last month. And with how much work and adulting and kidding I've been doing, I didn't think that would happen. So I was very proud. I'm very happy. Emily, I got to tell you something. See, looking at this picture right here, it reminds me, uh, and everyone knows that I'm a Van Halen fan. It reminds me of Eddie Van Halen just playing these ripping guitar riffs with a big smile on his face. And that's exactly what it reminds me of looking it's at bliss. you. Doing this. It's the face of bliss. <laughs> I'll, I'll have yeah. to add that. He'll, uh... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. We're big fans. So, yeah, no, definitely. Same thing. It's just, uh, it's important to, for me, kayaking is such a break. You know, it's, yeah. it's my, no one hands me the kids. I'm not helping my son with long division while I'm out on the river. You know, it's like <laughs> my time to really focus on yeah. me. And yeah. so whether it's a competition or just solo or anything, it's really hard to get the smile off my face because yeah. it's just, you know, I my think, time. Mm -hmm. I think that's very cool. And by the way, I love that uh, purple. I love that purple kayak. That That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, me too. Me yep. too custom color so just for me yeah the this is my son tucker this is last year on the snake river in idaho he actually was just kayaking with me two hours ago <laughs> and we um we actually paddled in this trip we paddled through uh, a big forest fire so it was very exciting oh, but the wow. fire was burning all the way down to the wow. river so sometimes we had to keep going we couldn't even camp for the night it was like a five-day trip um, but he's an awesome kayaker as well. And uh, today he was surfing and he flipped over and he rolled up. 
And that's called a combat role. And so that's a big step in acting. So it's very exciting times for us. Oh, the cute one. (laughs) I'm really glad you picked one with Dane with a bad haircut. (laughs) But uh, that's my brother Dane on the far left. And that's my mom who looks just like me. And then me and my father on the far right. And uh, this was, I think, just before we were moving into the RV. This is like that wow. year, 98. Mm-hmm. Very so cool. this is Very uh, cool. when everything started coming together right there. Very handsome family. Very handsome. Yes. That's for sure. And this is Dane and I coloring together, actually probably doing school. Um, or maybe not doing school because we're smiling too big. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is our first RV. This is the one that we lived in for the oh. first like four years because uh, we were hard on equipment. We drove those things <laughs> into the ground. But uh, this is us either doing homeschool or uh, just drawing together in the RV. We had no other friends or kids to really hang out with often. So Dane and I did spend a lot of time as friends together and not just yeah. siblings. But we did everything together. See, that's so cool. So, yeah. And we still goof off. (laughs) (laughs) This is when Dane finally, uh, he actually had just sprouted up to be taller than me. I'm actually pregnant in this picture with my son, Tucker. And we were doing a photo shoot for Outside Magazine. And uh, Dane was just turning into this star. He already was a star, but he was like getting to be even better. Um, And so we had this photo shoot for them. And uh, we were just goofing. He was so serious the whole time in all of his photos. So... I ended up giving him bunny ears the whole time. He was pissed did, when he saw that that yeah, was, I was just the photo say, they did, ran. Did he know you did that in the picture <laughs> before it came out? Yeah, absolutely. I was like, it's my job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is my, this is my daughter, Parker Rain. Um, my children's middle names are River and Rain because I really oh. wanted them to have them as their first names. But I live in a van down by the river, and I thought my in-laws would kill me if their names were <laughs> <laughs> But this is Parker learning to paddle in Columbus, Georgia, and she wow. has to have everything pink. And she's out on the river right now with her dad while I'm here. And she's probably, she's an avid fisher girl. So she's probably less paddling around and more catching bass right now wow. with, uh, with her brother and dad. But I love that photo. Oh, this is the sick line race that we mentioned earlier. It's uh, for a while, it was considered the world championships for extreme kayaking and not something I normally do because kayaking is not supposed to be stressful. So I like to push myself in freestyle kayaking because there's a lot less hazard involved, whereas extreme kayaking, you know, you're talking about really dangerous rapids or injury. Um, And so I happened to be there with my kids and the section, the qualifying section, I was like, you know what, I can do this. And then I qualified to go in the upper section and just gained a lot of confidence from spending some time on the water there. And I actually participated and I got fourth, which I was really proud of. I can't believe I even did it. Um, But it's a really fun event and it's just beautiful, crystal clear water in, uh, in Austria, you know, right off the mountains. And it's just, just an amazing place to be. So, so happy kayaking took me there. So cool. For sure. This is another photo from the world championships. This kind of gives you guys an idea of what, you know, the competition platform might look like. So what you see behind me, this is me performing a trick called the Space Godzilla. 
Um, I think everyone may have uh, drank a little bit before they named all of our kayaking. <laughs> I'm not going to go into what all the names are because they're ridiculous. But uh, the screen behind me at that point, I saw 23 seconds left and I had 200 points already. And so that was my second oh, run wow. in quarterfinals. And then on the left is the ranking. So we had live scoring this year. And so every time you did a trick, you could actually look up. Now you only have 45 seconds total. So there's not much time to look up. But if you were, you know, if you happen to be facing that way, you kind of have an idea on what scored and what didn't. Yeah. It's kind of cool. That's cool. Family photo. That's my husband, yeah. Nick. I haven't seen him yet. We're on top of a lighthouse um, in Fort Myers, Florida, filming our TV show, The Great Family Adventure. And yeah, we just got to do some really cool things while visiting Fort Myers. And a lighthouse tour is one of them. So technically, you weren't even supposed to go up to the top, but they were really <laughs> nice. And the photo was worth it. So the very nice photo. The top of the lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah, that's my daughter, Parker. That's here again on the Ottawa River. You can tell how much I love the Ottawa because I sent you so many photos from it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's just a moment of pause of parenting in between my rides. You know, my kids often come out on the river or on the rocks with me, and and sometimes it can be challenging. But, uh, you know, I kind of like that, you know, the, the break every once in a while to just, you know, spend time with the children. And they get to watch me paddle all the time, which is really cool. Yeah. You know, I'm guessing you like the color purple and I do too. And I'm really liking the colors of the scheme that's going yeah. on there with the boat and you the, know, and the dry like, suits. You say that, but I was a tomboy growing up and I really didn't like pink and purple, but oh, I got really? tired of everyone thinking I was a boy when I was kayaking. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, wow, you're doing such good stuff. And they, they'd be like, wait, you're a girl? And yeah. like, oh. I was like, I'm not going to confuse anyone. I'm going to wear pink and purple. And then my brother started using a pink kayak. So now yeah. That's right. That's this is me giving my husband a hug before his rodeo ride. He represents Canada. Um, he's Canadian uh, at the uh, World Championships in Nottingham. So we had uh, we had fun relaxing and hanging out and just enjoying the competition together. That's great. Oh, this is uh, Tucker rolling in the Great Lakes. Uh, it was actually freezing, so he's really hoping I don't drop it on his head there. <laughs> and we decided that he was the first Troutman to roll um, in the Great Lakes. I'm not sure if he actually was, but it convinced him to work on his rolls for a bit in the cold water. So huh. you're like, get it on video, put it on the TV show. And he did it, and he had a great time paddling around. There was so. some motivation <laughs> there, yeah. Oh, there's me, not with my beer belly. Um, that is me. <laughs> Winning uh, the Payette River Games uh, two weeks before I had my son Tucker. So that one brought a lot of um, uh, skeptical people came out of the woodworks to, uh, to to let me know what they thought in that scenario. But, really? Huh. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Because people don't understand why water kayaking that much either. Or what is this young girl thinking? Um, people are easy to tell pregnant women. Uh, they have an easy time telling pregnant women what to do. What <laughs> yeah. they do or, yeah, or what right. they can't do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Definitely can't kayak. Um, but I had a lot of fun at that event. Um, the That is the GoPro Mountain Games. I've won that. I think I'm at 13 now as of this year. So super fun event for me. Everyone there in the town knows me really well. And I just absolutely love competing and paddling there every year. Very cool. This is my daughter, Parker, surfing. She loves kayaking, too. She's very adventurous. She's more like her father in the sense that you know, 
she doesn't think twice before doing things and <laughs> and face the consequences sometimes, but she's right. very brave and it's really fun. So this is my family. That's my brother Dane on the far left. And then my parents decided to have another kid um, when I was like 18. So that's my brother Casey in the green boat, my dad in the yellow boat, me in the purple boat, and my husband Nick in the red boat. And so we had a fun day battling all together, which is really cool. Wow. Oh, look at this one. This I do look semi-serious in this one. But uh, this is me uh, asking if I have the thumbs up to get ready for my rodeo ride in Nottingham. You can't go until the judges are ready. So you always put your your hand up and then the, the judges give you the big thumbs to go ahead. So this is me just getting ready. Oh, this is a good one. This is uh this is inside Jackson kayak. This is our manufacturing facility. That's a big oven that you see in front of you inside that oven. There's a mold and we pour like a powder on the inside of plastic and then we cook it in there and it melts and turns into our kayaks. Pretty wow. cool. That's the roto mold process or no? Yes. It's a roto molding process. That is roto mold. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, this is us uh, camping, living out on the road, living in a van down by the river. We That's have a, a trailer cool photo. now, but uh, just a classic family outing. S'mores are like an all-time, like we eat way too many s'mores. It's not like a special <laughs> occasion thing. It's like we live camping, so. <laughs> yeah, you have to have one every night. Yeah, just about. Very cool picture. This is the world championships in Argentina. So this is competing under the light. So every once in a while, they'll do a nighttime competition, which is actually really hard because like the water reflects things funny. Yeah. Um, so it's just different, but it's really fun. Actually, this is not Argentina. This is in sort Spain. And so they like to party really late. They don't even eat dinner until like 11 p.m. So they, I think this is at midnight. So it was pretty wild to compete at midnight. And I was like, my kids are not going to be awake. <laughs> Yeah. And Red Bull. Very cool. Well, we're running just a little bit behind, but I'm going to ask you to, to tell us real briefly here. Tell us about the TV show that you currently host and star in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we, as you've heard, we live in a van down by the river, but we travel everywhere. And so we kind of want to showcase that uh, you can take your kids outside or a lot of people think you can't. Um, go and do these things once you have children. So the whole point of our show, Great Family Adventure, is to you know empower people to make those decisions and choices to go and do things that are you know not convenient and unconventional and just go against the norm every once in a while. Sometimes just saying yes, you know, once a day to something even if it's little can lead mm -hmm. to some amazing things. And I feel like that's kind of how my life came about. So the TV show helps me do that. That's very cool. Awesome. I love it. See, so do you have, is it um, a YouTube? Is it based uh, on YouTube? It's actually television. It's on okay. TV and all of Bali's networks. So, but you can follow our TV show uh, on Instagram to kind of get some of the airing times and see what we're up to behind. Yeah. Oh, love that. Yeah. Well, Emily, we'd like to thank you for being our guest here on The Camping Show. It was definitely, absolutely a pleasure having you here with us this evening. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. It was an absolute honor. You know, I'm interviewing a world champ. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that because I am go. through and through a sports girl. I grew up playing soccer, did it in college. I mean, it's just awesome to see that, you know. A, a woman like you and in your caliber and you know everything that you do and being a mother it's, it's very empowering and um we had camper 69 saying that you lead such an exciting life and you do so that's awesome yeah. <laughs> awesome
Thank, thank you, Campus you. 69, for your comments. We'd also <laughs> like to thank each of our sponsors for bringing you tonight's show, Campground Views and Rutabaga Paddle Sports. Be sure to tune in for next week's episode, Windsurfing in the UK, with our special guest, Svetlana Riddle. Until then, thanks so much for tuning into the camping show. We'll see you this next week. It's the CW Gets. We'll see you and next I'm week. And I'm Bianca Cahill, reminding you, learn more and do more. Good night, everyone. Good night.